are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. 24 minutes after 3 o'clock, we're in conversation next with Rafiq Hassan, who is a director and founder of the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. So um, members of the parliament in Iran have approved a bill to impose harsher penalties on women who do not adhere to the country's Islamic dress code. Under this new law titled The Support of the Culture of Hijab, as well as a chastity bill, women who continue to defy the country's mandatory hijab law will be jailed for up to 10 years. The draft law also warns businesses of possible serious consequences if they serve women who refuse to respect this new law. Uh, to us, um, speaking to us about the clarity, speaking to us now is Rafiq Hassan to give us some clarity in terms of cultural and religious dynamics around um, this new bill. Rafiq, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin, and thank you for uh, having me on the show. Thank you. Uh, can you just explain to us the rationale behind um, having such legislation in place and also um, the argument that there should be a harsher punishment for women who refuse to follow this law? All right, Look, the, let's let's talk about the, the you know I think even Christianity and Islam both uh, advocate or from uh, talk about or prescribe a modesty in the dress for the women. All right, uh, you'll find in in the Bible in Corinthians also the woman must cover her head. Uh, you'll find in one Timothy, for instance, uh, he talks about uh, woman must not display her beauty and things like that. So. In Islam, is a similar principle, but maybe the way to do it. So in Islam, uh, and you know, the Quran is the, 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 the guidebook, and the Bible is the Bible for the Christian. And the Quran says when a woman goes out in public, she must not dress to, you know, attract, uh, uh, you know, sexually and otherwise. And she must cover at least her head, you know, uh, cover herself. Uh, but her hands and her face can be left open. So... This is the, the dress code that is prescribed in the Quran. So I must at the beginning tell you this is it is a prescribed in terms of the religion, right? In terms of it, uh, the religious uh, requirement. But now the question that we're talking about in Iran is, uh, you know, does this apply to the individual believer or does the government have to implement it? You see now, that's where the problem is coming in. Uh, because now, uh, you know, some there are two views. One view of Muslim scholars will tell you that's for every individual woman or man to to observe the law. You know, if they are a believer. If you are a Muslim, uh, you know, it's left. It's your commitment whether you want to follow that law which is in the Quran or not. I mean, you look at in every country, even in South Africa, everywhere. Although the law is there, there are many Muslim women who don't observe that. I'm not saying they are right, but I'm saying they're not observing what is uh, prescribed according to their dress, according to the Quran. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's supposed to be, some scholars say it is, yes, she's transgressing the, the religious injunction according to the Holy Scripture, and she'll be accountable to God for that. The <laughs> government, no government must impose any punishment on her for that? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but so, un- unlike South Africa, for instance, um, Iran is not a is not a secular state. So, how did you approach that conversation? Also, taking into consideration um, that culture, religion, and human beings and society evolve, 
um, and there are certain things that they'd want to do that would not necessarily be prescribed by religion. And then is it possible for a woman to say that, or even any individual in Iran to say that, I'm not a believer and therefore I don't think I should be following this law? Well, that's just the point now. Now, so this, you raise an important point, Eldrin. Now, that's for a, a believer, for a Muslim woman who has to address that. But what if somebody who's a Christian in Iran or a Jew in Iran, and, you know, can, can the government impose that dress code on them? You know, this is where the debatable issue is coming. And, and there's a school of thought which says, no, they, they, you can't impose that Islamic ruling, although you're, a, you, you're an Islamic country, but perhaps, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, you are infringing them because they, you know, in their religious, from their religious perspective, they don't have to cover their head when they're out in public, only when they pray. I mean, for, I don't, I'm not an expert in the Bible, but when you enter the church or prayer, then you must cover yourself. So that's, that's their observation. And Islam allows the freedom of religion. It's clear in the Quran, you are allowed the freedom of religion. So it's a hard one, uh, you know, to impose it on everyone. But I think, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a difficult one. Can a government, uh, you know, impose a dress code on every citizen uh, I, I think, you know, there's uh, going to be a big debate around this from my view. Yeah. No, thank you so much for your time. Rafiq Hassan, the director and founder of the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. And yesterday, while um, the Iranian president, Ibrahim Rassi, was actually delivering his speech at the United Nations General Assembly, the um, ambassador to the UN, this is now the Israeli ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, then stood up held up a poster that was written, Iranian women deserve freedom now. And it also included the picture of Masa Amini. Some say it was, it was quite um, brave um, from, 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 from Israel, considering what's happening in Israel as well. Um, but the message has been sent, and there has been protest action that has been taking outside, um, taking that has been taking place outside um, the uh, United Nations headquarters as well. What do you make of this new law? Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven, and you can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpier.